Hey, product friends, welcome back to the buyer side chat. I am your host and your buyer bestie, Kristen Fisher. Okay, how was your Thanksgiving? How are we doing? Are we surviving or are we thriving? Is anybody else wearing a larger pant size (laughs) or is that just me? Okay, so today I'm actually going to re-release an episode from last year that was part of that pop-up private podcast that I did that's no longer available publicly, but I honestly felt like it was just too good of an episode not to have it out there for you to listen to. And when I say too good of an episode, I mean, it's really the steps that I take after Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And I wanted to share it with you because it's obviously very timely and it's such a critical time for us to really pause and kind of take stock in what's going on in our business. So the episode is really me talking about what I recommend that you consider doing right now in your business after you're wrapping up your Black Friday, Cyber Monday sales. So tomorrow, later this week, sometime within the next seven days, I recommend you doing some of these things because they will definitely help you to not only make some more profit this season. I hope you're not tired of me talking about making more profit this season, but I just want you all to make as much money as humanly possible, but also to really streamline your business because I'm all about working smarter, not harder. And I know that's cliche, but it is so true. We don't need to reinvent the wheel every year because guess what? Black Friday, Cyber Monday, the holiday season, it rolls around year after year and we don't need to reinvent the freaking wheel every year. So the more you can take a quick pause and evaluate what's going on in your business and make some notes for how you could do things better next year, make a checklist for you so that next year you know all the steps you have to take so you don't have to sit down and try and remember all the steps that you have to take. It just really helps you in the long run. So this episode is kind of a Black Friday, Cyber Monday checklist for you or a post I should say, a post-Black Friday Cyber Monday checklist for you. So I hope you enjoy the chat and it's a pretty quick one. So you can just kind of breeze through it while you are hopefully working on all your Black Friday Cyber Monday orders. So let's get into it. Okay, before we dive into today's chat, I want to actually just give you a little gift this season for tuning in and being the most amazing loyal listeners that a girl could ask for. I love you guys so much. So as you know, in addition to this podcast and the retail strategy coaching that I do, I also have my own product business, Boku. I walk this crazy walk right alongside you and tis the season for gifting small. I would love to treat you guys to 15% off site-wide at Boku. Each of our gift boxes are not only gift wrapped in the gift wrap of your choice, which is my favorite part of Boku, honestly, but each box supports at least five women-owned businesses. The product that we source is 100% women and minority-owned small brands and makers, just like you guys. Some of you might even be the brands that we carry, and we give back $1 from each gift box sold. This season, we're donating to Girls Inc., which I am just so proud of. And I know gifting is stressful and Every single one of you listening is so beyond stressed right now. So I want to make gifting a little bit easier for you so you can gift your values stress-free with Boku this season. So just use the code BUYERSIDE through the end of the year at shopboku.com. The link is in the show notes for you. Okay, let's get to the episode. 
Hello, product people. Welcome to the Product and Profit Pop-Up Podcast, where we're talking all about strategies that drive more profit in your product-based business. So, okay, it is Cyber Monday. How are we all surviving? (laughs) So this episode airs on Monday, and so it's, what, day four or five, hopefully, of a ton of sales for you. I'm recording this actually right before Thanksgiving because I... I'm hoping that I realistically will not be able to do one the weekend before like I have been doing. So I'm talking to my future self right now and manifesting an awesome sales weekend. (laughs) I figured that I would keep this episode somewhat short because I know we're all super busy and I think by Monday we're going to be really tired and just, you know, hopefully banging out orders while you're listening to this. But I thought that I could do a part two of the Black Friday weekend checklist. So last week I talked about some things that I was doing as kind of a final push getting ready for Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend. Thank you so much to everyone that listened and sent me DMs last week, or I guess it's really this week um, as I'm recording this, but I appreciate you reaching out and just letting me know kind of what's going on in your business. It seems like there's kind of a mixed bag of people that did Black Friday sales last weekend um, versus kind of waiting. A lot of people did them a couple days earlier than they did the last couple of years, meaning that they started on Tuesday or Wednesday of Black Friday week. So I think everyone just collectively is feeling that pressure that they needed to do it early. Some of you said that you're going to try maybe another quick, small flash sale this weekend just to capture some more sales. And I think that that's really the name of the game right now, right? We have to try something, see if it works, see if it doesn't work, and then pivot and keep trying new things because that's just kind of the name of the game. It always is that way, but I think particularly this year, we have to just really stay resilient and not get discouraged if something doesn't work the way we want it to, right? So at the end of the day, I'm learning from you. Thank you for listening and giving me feedback. And also it's just helping me to craft what the conversation is going to be the following week because it's helpful for me to get an idea of what's you know working or, or helpful for you. So with that said, I figure that in this episode, I could talk about my post Black Friday checklist, so to speak, things that I am going to be doing in my own business or would recommend to my coaching clients after the biggest sales weekend of the year. So I'm going to break it down into three parts. So the hindsight, which, you know, also could be called your recap, your inventory and your website updates. So the first thing is let's just dig into the hindsight. So whatever you call it, the hindsight is really looking back at what just happened and documenting it. And that is really key. And it's something that big corporate retail companies do religiously because it's really impactful and helpful in future seasons to have that look back to what happened so that you can improve. So while it is super fresh and top of mind, I want you to make a note of everything that happened leading up to the weekend of Black Friday and Cyber Monday. And look, I know you were swamped and tired, but I want to encourage you to do this within the next few days. Set a one hour timer or an hour and a half timer on your phone and just bang this out. So there are five buckets, we'll call them, of a hindsight. And I'm going to map this out for you step-by-step, but let me just quickly say them at the top here so that it's easier to follow along. So you have your financials, 
You have your top performing styles, your e-commerce metrics, a quick marketing recap, and then a recap of your operations and production. Okay, so let's quickly talk about financials. So this is a true data look at your sales performance. So I'd recommend your sales dollars, units, profit margin, your AOV or your average order value, and your UPT, units per transaction. So what was the total order value and how many items were in each transaction? So you want to pull up those financials and just have them kind of, it could be a Google sheet, something super easy, does not have to be anything fancy, but I want you to just write them down and you can put your comparison to the previous year. If you've been in business for more than a year, you might want to do it over the last couple of years because we've had a very interesting few years. As we all know, there have been nuances in the business um, and the economy So sometimes it's better to look at a couple of years just to get an idea of your trend. So the first financials, those are just kind of the basic metrics that you need to get really comfortable with. And I'd recommend that you start recapping right away and looking at weekly. Okay, the next would be your top performing styles. So I would recommend that in this quick little document that you're putting together, you pull your top five performing styles and make a note of those same financials that you just did for your business at the total level. Now you're going to look at, okay, what really drove my business throughout this sale? So you're going to make note of the sales dollars, the sales units, the profit margin, and you want to get this really clearly mapped out. If you feel like you need a little quick picture so that you remember next year, if you have a lot of SKUs in your business... It's definitely not something that you need to do, but sometimes it is definitely helpful to have that as a quick look back. You can pull this, let's see, it will be in Shopify on your analytics. You'd go to analytics and reports, and then there should be a finances summary. I'm pretty sure is what it's called off the top of my head, um, or your total sales by product. And you can export that into Excel and you can drop that into a tab in this Google sheet so that you have all the data there. And then you can just pop it into a little quick recap page or tab for yourself. All right. So the third section of this would be your e-commerce metrics. So this is things like traffic to your site, your conversion rate, and your repeat customer percent. So it's really a good time to make a note of where your traffic came from. You can get this from Google Analytics. If you don't have that yet, or it's just faster for you to just do all of this in Shopify, Shopify will give you the top referral websites and what landing pages they were going to. So you can kind of dig around and get an idea of where people were coming in from and where they were going to. And we all know that your sales are directly tied to your conversion rate and your conversion rate is tied to your traffic. So the more people that you get into your site, if you have on average the one to 2% conversion rate, the more people you get into your site, the more likely you are to convert them into a sale if you're doing all the other things right, obviously, or you need to get your average order value up. So you want to really get comfortable with tracking not only your sales metrics, but also your e-commerce metrics because they really go hand in hand and it will help you to know what levers to pull to actually move the needle in your business going forward. All right. So that's all the financial stuff. It's a little more boring. Let's move into the more fun things. (laughs) So we're going to talk about the marketing recap. So make a note of what promo you ran and the dates that you ran them. I know that this sounds 
so silly, but next year you're probably going to think to yourself, okay, what did I do last year? What day did I start it? Blah, blah, blah. You know, you're going to be racking your brain and redoing, you're going to be wasting brain power, redoing work that you've done. If you had just written it down when it was fresh and top of mind, you probably will thank yourself in a year. So you're welcome. (laughs) Okay. So make a note of what promo you ran, what dates you ran it. Okay. Now you want to get some more metrics related to marketing. So you want to make note of your email open rates and your click-through rates. If you use Klaviyo, you can export your email data from a specific time period. So you could take the entire Black Friday time period and export it into a file. And again, you can drop that into another tab in this hindsight so that it's all just there and in one pretty little document for you (laughs) for next year. But you want to have a real understanding of what actually people were opening and clicking and what those subject lines were, what the content looked like, what segments you were sending to, because you just want to recap that so that you can either repeat something next year or not repeat something, you can make it better. And this isn't even just specific to Black Friday. This helps inform you on other product launches, collection drops, other sales that you run throughout the year. It really helps to inform your total email marketing strategy. So make note of those important few metrics and what was tied to them. You also want to note when you actually started marketing to Black Friday. So if you did a pre-sale, or I'm sorry, not pre-sale, early access, <laughs> my brain's a little fried, early access or anything like that, you want to just make notes of all the dates of when you started talking about it. Because sometimes you start talking about it weeks before. So just make a note of that so you remember when to start talking about it again next year. You also, I think it's important to make note of anything else that did or did not work for you leading up to the weekend of, because we all know that you don't just drop one email and you're like, "Woo, Black Friday's here. Here's my sale. Everybody come rolling in. You do 9 million other things in your business leading up to this weekend. So write it down and write down the results and the outcome. So things like affiliate partnerships, giveaways, influencer marketing, etc. You know, make note of it, what worked, what didn't, and what opportunities do you see for next year? So if you did a collab giveaway and it worked really well, you might want to repeat that and anniversary that next year. If you feel like, okay, I have affiliates, but I didn't really nurture them and didn't really give them the, the content that they needed to share it, next year I'm going to make sure that I have them fully looped in and start that earlier then you will know when the time rolls around what you need to do as your own kind of checklist for Black Friday. Okay, so lastly, in the five steps of the hindsight, this is the operation step. So step five. So you know you probably have room for improvement in some capacity on the actual operational side of your business during a peak time period. So is there room for improvement or did something on the flip side work really well this year that you want to do again next year? So things like, did you have enough staff or did you prepare enough in advance? Little things like getting your shipping boxes or your packaging materials organized in the right flow. Could you have moved things around differently, set your workstations up differently? I know it sounds silly, but some of these things really do make a difference in making you work a lot more efficiently so that you're not spending time moving around, you know, 
a million different boxes when you could just have a nice clean workstation. I will say admittedly uh, on this, you know, day of the week before Black Friday, there is a lot happening in the Boku work area. And I am working on getting that more organized because we've just been getting orders out the door and inventory ready. And I just feel like it needs to be streamlined and and organized in a better fashion. So that's what I'm going to be doing the night before Thanksgiving. All right. So that is your hindsight in a nutshell. I know it feels like it's a lot. That probably is a lot to be going through in one episode, but I wanted to give you the framework for it. It's something that I work with my one-on-one clients on a lot because it really is so impactful in your business. And once you just get that kind of set up and you understand all the components of it and how it can work for your business, it really can make an impact for you. So part two of this three-part episode is all about inventory and reorders. I'm going to talk about this one quickly. So you potentially, hopefully, just blew through your bestsellers and you don't have a lot of inventory left. And now you're trying to figure out whether or not to reorder. I feel like this is always a really tricky time. And I want to just caution you from jumping into reorders without taking a beat to think about what the next four to six or eight, even eight weeks are going to look like in your business. If you decide that you need to reorder, you want to make sure that you can get it fast within a week or so. If not, you're more than likely are not going to, you know, be able to maximize that inventory and you're going to be stuck with it in January. So if you can't get, you know, that exact item, can you either pull up an inventory order from January to deliver sooner so that you can you know, have that product selling whenever it's still relevant. Of course, you want it to feel like it still fits with the collection that you have now. So either pull something up on order or can you get into something else that is similar, but maybe not so specific to holiday so it could live on your floor or on your website in January and not look crazy. So alternatively, let's just say you blew out of your bestsellers and now you're sitting on a lot of inventory in other items and you're like, crap, I'm left with stuff that they didn't want. doesn't necessarily mean that they didn't want them. They maybe just wanted something else a little bit more. So before you dive into placing reorders on all the other things, when you're sitting there with a bunch of other stuff, take a beat and pause and relook at your marketing that you have planned for the rest of the month between now and your, you know, last day that your sh- your shop is open before Christmas or your your order cutoff timing for Christmas or Hanukkah. So I would say can you shift your marketing and focus in on those items where you have an inventory clog. So maybe reshoot some things, take some quick content, video shots, or still lay down images that you can maybe give those products a boost. Maybe flip your website homepage image so that it's now focusing on these products that you own a lot of that will then tell the customer, oh, okay, I actually do like this now because maybe it's just the way it was shot. Or maybe, like I said, they just wanted something else a little bit more. So consider doing that if you have the time and the capacity to do that. Now, if your sale did not perform to your expectations in general, and you just have a lot of a lot of things, or you have a lot of these inventory clogs just of specific items and you're worried about moving through them, now is the time to consider a early shallow markdown or a flash sale. 
So if you go the markdown route, you might want to consider doing that in the next week or so to allow yourself some time to move through the inventory route while it's still relevant to your customer. And that is really key here. If you wait until after Christmas to mark down something that is really holiday or seasonal specific that didn't perform well during your holiday floor set or specifically your biggest sale of the year over Black Friday weekend, it's not going to do you any good because if they didn't want it then, they're not going to want it now. So mark it down while it's still relevant. Sometimes customers view markdowns differently than promotions or sales. So let's say you had 20% off or 15% off of your entire store or website over Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and then you take a 10 or 15% markdown on the things that you're sitting on a lot of, those actually might start to sell faster because sometimes people just, the way that, that our brains work, we see a markdown and we need to have it versus an entire site being on promo. I don't know why that is, but it is a thing. (laughs) So take the markdown while it's still relevant so that you're not sitting on it in January or you're decreasing the likelihood that you'll be sitting on it. You could also do a flash sale and do, you know, maybe the weekend before your shipping cutoff, have a collection of things that are a flash sale 40% off. Don't be afraid to go deep on that final push right before you kind of are cut off for the season for shipping because you still can get some money out of it, right? You could, even if you just get a little bit of money, it's better than sitting on it and never selling it. Okay. So don't be afraid to have that final quick markdown push. So, okay. The last thing I'm going to talk about is the website. This <laughs> kind of pains me every year. So everything I just said last week on the preparing for Black Friday checklist episode. Now you have to undo all that, right? You have to say, okay, all the email automations where I had to go through and turn off any automatic discounts, like my free shipping discount over 100 for Boku. Turn that off over Black Friday because I don't want a double discount. Now I have to turn that back on, okay? Your pop-ups that you have, if you have a pop-up offer to get people's email addresses when they pop on your site, you turn that off for Black Friday, you got to turn that back on now. Anything that you undid that's still relevant, you want to redo it, but you can still make sure that it still feels holiday so that they're getting that offer that you run year round, but it feels a little more festive and gifting focused if you feel like your customer is coming to you for gifts. So that's kind of all I've got. Um, I feel like that was actually a little more than I was thinking it was because the hindsight part is heavy. So you might need to re-listen to that one. (laughs) If you have questions, like I always say, you can definitely feel free to reach out, DM me at shopboku, B-O-C-U. And I'm always happy to chat with you. But all of this really is with the intention of streamlining your business and working smarter, not harder. You will definitely thank yourself next year and you'll be able to take all this thinking out of the tactical stuff and say, this is what I know worked last year. And this is what I know I need to do differently this year. Now let me focus on new and better ways to implement it so that I can find more ways to drive profit in my business. Instead of sitting here thinking about what do I, what app do I have to install? What do I have to turn on? What discount needs to go on or off? All the things just clear the brain space and make it a little bit easier on yourself. So 
Before I leave you, I will say I've already booked a couple of my January 2023 roadmap strategy sessions. I am so pumped about you guys. I wasn't really expecting to book any already. I hadn't even officially opened up the calendar, but I'm so excited to be able to do that. So I'm going to drop the link in the show notes. If you want to get first dibs, there's only going to be probably four, maybe more slots. So if you feel like you need a little bit of help, just mapping out business opportunities and strategies. If you're feeling really stretched and exhausted and just drained right now, and you don't want to be feeling this way this time next year, let's have a session where we just dream big about your business, brainstorm ways to grow in a way that feels comfortable, but yet exciting and pushes you out of your limits. So definitely click that link and get on the list and make sure you snag one of the spots. So thank you so much. If you found this helpful, as always, please leave a review, subscribe so you don't miss any of the last few episodes that are going to be coming out over the coming weeks and share with your friends. I am just so appreciative and excited to be here. So I hope that you have a great week and I will see you next Monday. Hey friend, quick question for you. Are you feeling stuck with how to get your brand to stand out on FAIR? I'm asking you because as a buyer myself, I can tell you that there are just so many brands out there vying for the attention of these buyers, but I know that your brand has something so special and it needs to be seen. I put together a private podcast for you that goes deeper into what buyers are really looking for on the FAIR platform and how you can stand out from the crowd to grow your wholesale business and really land those dream buyers. So If this resonates with you, head to the link in the show notes for instant access. Thanks so much for spending some time with me today. If you are loving the show, I would be so beyond grateful if you would rate and review the podcast and share it with one of your biz besties to help spread the word. I hope that you absolutely crush your sales this week. I'll be back to chat with you next Monday.